welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming through those clouds any moment. He told his people to watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee proclaiming that we need to be ready because this King, this Savior, Messiah Jesus, promised to come get his people and take us back to that place he has been preparing for us. Hallelujah. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we have this special program today. We thank you for this breezy day. It reminds me of the wind of your Holy Spirit here at the Sea of Galilee that is also all over the world filling your people and blessing your people. Do so today with this program, please, Messiah Jesus. Amen. Today, what I'm going to do is interrupt our teaching in the book of 2 Timothy as I'm going to introduce to you the Lord's calendar. The Lord, Messiah Jesus, has his own calendar and his people should understand it so we can know how we're to operate in it. We even have, find our identity in Messiah Jesus in the Lord's calendar. Now, the Old Testament has pictures, types, and shadows of the New Testament. Some say it this way. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, while the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And we find that to be so in the seven primary feasts of the Lord. And we're recording this program intentionally to air during Sukkot. And so if you're watching this program right now, you're in the time of Sukkot, which we'll be talking about in the second half of the program. So the first feast of the Lord is Passover slash unleavened bread. Now there's a summary of these feasts in Leviticus 23. I'm going to begin in verse 4. These are the feasts of the Lord. Holy convocations which you shall proclaim at their appointed times. On the 14th day of the first month at twilight is the Lord's Pesach or Passover. And on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread to the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. On the first day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it, but you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord for seven days. The seventh day shall be a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it. Of course, this is from the Torah, and Moses is writing to the children of Israel, hearing from the Lord, and saying this is what the Lord says. And with regard to the Passover, we know that this speaks of a time when the Lord was gathering the children of Israel to deliver them out of Egypt. Pharaoh said no, and the Lord laid out ten plagues upon Egypt. The tenth and final one pertains to Passover. And this wrath of the Lord was spreading across Egypt to destroy the firstborn. And the Lord said, no, put the blood on the lamb on the house of the Jewish people of, the, of Israel in Egypt. And by faith, put that blood of the lamb on the doorpost. And as the wrath of the Lord would sweep across Egypt... It would pass over the home with the blood of the lamb on the doorposts. Then later, John the Baptist, we see in the book of John, chapter 1, verse 29, said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Who was he talking about? The Lamb of God, Messiah, Yeshua. Yeshua, Hebrew, meaning salvation. Yes, and we know that he was to come and take away the sins of the people of Israel and the world who would put their faith in him, putting the, the, the blood of the lamb on the doorpost 
of their heart. Now, the Feast of Unleavened Bread pictures the sinless Lamb of God. Messiah Yeshua is that sinless Lamb of God that we can put our faith in and be free, delivered from the bondage of sin. Next is the Feast of First Fruits. So we've seen Passover, Unleavened Bread, First Fruits. Leviticus 23, verse 9. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. He shall wave the sheaf before the Lord to be accepted on your behalf on the day after the Sabbath. The priest shall wave it. Now, many today believe that Jesus the Lord was resurrected on a day they call Easter. But that's not when the Lord resurrected. No, he rose from the grave on the Feast of Firstfruits. That's why Messiah Jesus is called the Firstfruits of the Resurrection. Where do we see that? In 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. Actually, and this is really hard for a lot of people to hear, Easter is a Babylonian goddess. Ishtar, translated into English, is Easter. No, the Lord did not rise from the grave on a day named after a pagan Babylonian god. No, he rose again on first fruits. He is the first fruits of the resurrection. Who else are called first fruits in the Bible? You are and I am if we're in Messiah Jesus, if we've been born again, born from above. In James chapter 1, the Word of God says that we are a kind of first fruits. We, were, we are a kind of first fruits. You see, in the Feast of First Fruits, they would take the first of the harvest and sacrifice it, wave it before the Lord, and then offer it before the, to the Lord in the tabernacle and then the temple. And that what they were saying is, we trust and believe that, Lord, you will bring the rest of the harvest, right? It's kind of like when we give an offering to the Lord. Some still tithe or uh, uh, others believe in grace giving, where we give off of the first fruits of our increase to the Lord, trusting that he has brought all of our resources to us and will continue to do so. We do that by faith. Excuse me. Hallelujah. And so... We were a kind of first fruits in that our lives in this earth show us there's a harvest coming. Show others there is a harvest coming. What is that harvest? King Jesus is going to save, heal, and forgive many down through the generations, which he has done. The greatest time of harvest will be in this time called the tribulation. Souls will be saved all over the world. We will have already been raptured up. We will come back with the Lord and he will reign over this earth with a rod of iron. We are a first fruits. Example to the world that King Jesus is coming. We are a kind of Easter. No, no, no. We are a kind of first fruits. And and so uh, the next one is the Feast of Weeks, Shavuot, or Pentecost. This also is a harvest feast, and it begins in Leviticus 23, 
Verse 15, and you shall count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be completed. Count 50 days to the day after the seventh Sabbath, then you shall offer a new grain offering to the Lord. Go down to verse 22. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not wholly reap the corners of your field from when you reap, nor shall you gather any gleaning from your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. Where do we see this fulfilled? In Acts chapter 2. There's a great harvest at Pentecost, which comes from the Greek word, from the Hebrew word Shavuot. Shavuot meaning weeks. It's the, it's the Feast of Weeks. They counted seven weeks, and then on the 50th day was Shavuot. Yes? Well, in Acts chapter 2, on Shavuot, or Pentecost, the Holy Spirit falls. Signs and wonders begin to take place. And they're preaching the gospel of Messiah Yeshua in the languages of those who have come from all over the world. Hallelujah. And there's a great harvest as 3,000 souls are saved. Wow. Wow. We have been in these harvest feast times for almost 2,000 years. Yeah, as, as there's been an ingathering of souls who have been saved for just about 2,000 years. You see, all these feasts that, that I've just spoken of here in this first segment, Passover, Jesus the Lord, the Passover lamb, unleavened bread, he's the sinless lamb of God. And it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 that we are to live unleavened lives. Sinless? No. But walking in a manner worthy of the sinless one, Messiah Yeshua. Right? And then, of course, uh, first fruits, the resurrected Savior. We're to live these resurrected lives in Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. And then Shavuot, Pentecost. We're to be baptized and filled in the Holy Spirit. That's the fulfillment of these things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, these feasts have already been fulfilled by our Father in Heaven, Messiah Yeshua, the Lamb of God, and the Holy Spirit. But there's three more to follow, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. So we're going to go to break right now. We're in this special time of year, and, and we'll be back in just a moment. It's the season of the fall feasts here in Israel. It's a time to celebrate what the Lord has done, what He's doing, but most of all, what He's getting ready to do. The fall feasts remind us that King Jesus is coming in the clouds any moment for His people. So we should watch, therefore, and be ready. Then, the feasts that are remaining remind us that we're coming back to reign and rule with King Jesus as He sits on the throne of David. What we need to be reminded of, I think, is this. We're running out of time to do some things. One of those things we're running out of time to do is to get the gospel of Messiah Jesus out in Israel and the nations of the world. We're running out of time, folks. Another thing is, we're running out of time to walk by faith. The window is shutting, and after Messiah Jesus comes for us in the clouds, we will never again... all through eternity, we will never have the opportunity to walk by faith. And, and that's why the Word of God says, Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For those who come to God must believe that He is, and He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.
so we can get this Watch Therefore message out and stir people up to walk by authentic faith in Messiah Jesus. I'm talking about those who are already saved. And we can tie the gospel of Messiah Jesus to this Watch Therefore message and preach the gospel all over the world. Now, we have a limited amount of time right now that we're on the air a couple times a week across North America, and we're on a satellite to 75% of the world when we do that. What I would like to do is multiply the times in the week that we're uh, in North America, expand to, I don't know, 85, 90, 95% of the world through, through uh, other networks, and just cover the earth with the Watch Therefore message and the gospel of Messiah Jesus. Now, uh, with regard to the funds to do that, here's what I like to say. If you haven't yet believed in Jesus as your Savior, please do not send any money to this ministry. It's our prayer that you would receive Jesus as Lord and enjoy the program today. But for those of you who bear witness with what I'm saying, you're already saved by Jesus and you're looking for a place to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven because time is running out to do that, then as the Lord leads, participate with us. I'm not asking for money. My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And this airtime and the vision that I just laid out costs a lot of money. We trust the Lord to raise up faithful partners who have in their heart the desire to be the faithful servant who will participate with Watch Therefore Media. So one thing you can do is you can sign up for our newsletter. Go to watchtherefore.tv, sign up for our newsletter. We'll put you on our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations monthly mailing list. That's how we take the gospel to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles is through Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. You can get on our mailing list and you can stay engaged with what the Lord has us doing all over the earth. And uh, also, you can pray and ask the Lord if He would have you financially participate with this Watch Therefore Media Outreach. Oh, what an exciting opportunity to be faithful servants of the Lord, but also to make faithful servant disciples of our Messiah Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, please raise up from our partners according to your will and good pleasure those who you want to participate in this Watch Therefore media outreach and bless them, Father. Thank you in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going back to the program now. Remember, Watch Therefore, be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. Now, we're talking about the Lord's calendar. And we saw in the first half of the program the four feasts of the Lord that Messiah Yeshua has already fulfilled. Now we're going to talk about those He's about to fulfill. Right now, we are in the time of the annual fall feasts. Now, this should be exciting for every follower of Messiah Yeshua but especially those who embrace the watch therefore message. He commanded us to watch therefore and be ready for his coming forth in the clouds. And then as we return to the earth for King Jesus to reign and rule. These things are fulfilled in the fall feast. Now we're going to pick up in Leviticus 23. And remember, as it says here, the seventh month is when these take place. And we know these are taking place right now. The fall feasts are. They were on a lunar calendar in ancient Bible times compared to the calendar we're on now. So that's, I just wanted to make sure there's no confusion on that. So beginning in verse 23, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy 
convocation. You shall do no customary work on it, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. This is the Feast of Trumpets, the Feast of Blowing of Trumpets, and it's a memorial to remember a time of blowing of trumpets before. When was this? Well, I'm not going to go into it deeply right now because of time, but if you go to Exodus 19, at Mount Sinai, the Lord descends into a dark cloud and there's trumpet blasts from the Lord that you you, uh, read about in Exodus 19. It was an incredible day for Israel and they were to remember that. But we see it in the future in 1 Thessalonians 4. And it says this, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep or have died. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with a trumpet of God. And the dead in Messiah will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Oh, hallelujah. This is the rapture, and that's what I'm watching for and getting ready for, the rapture of believers in Messiah Jesus. The Feast of Trumpets reminds us King Jesus is coming for the, in the clouds for us. Be ready. I love the fall feast. I'm excited about this time of year. And every day I'm looking for Savior Messiah Jesus to come and fulfill this feast, the Feast of Trumpets. And I pray that's the same for you. Next is the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. And uh, it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Also the tenth of this month, of the seventh month, shall be the Day of Atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you. You shall afflict, afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire to the Lord, and shall do no work on that same day, for it is a Day of Atonement to make atonement for you before the Lord your God. So we need to remember the Scriptures teach us that uh, the priests of Israel, the high priest, would go into the tabernacle and later the temple into the Holy of Holies with the blood of the animal sacrifice and sprinkle it on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. And he would come back out and the Jewish people were waiting outside uh, to watch and see confirmation that the Lord had accepted the sacrifice, covering their sins, atoning for their sins temporarily for that one year. Every year they would have to do that, right? Yet there's another sacrifice, the final sacrifice, the final kippur, if you will, the blood of the Lamb, Messiah Yeshua. And we see in Hebrews 9.27 that they were waiting then, but we're waiting now for King Yeshua to come for us in the clouds. Oh, hallelujah. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment, it says in Hebrews 9.27, then in 28, So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Yes, Yom Kippur also will be fulfilled when Messiah Yeshua comes for us in the clouds. Then we will return with him. And on that day he returns, he will cleanse Israel from their sin. And there will be no more need for a sacrifice for sin as Messiah Yeshua will be Savior and Adonai, Lord, over Israel. We see this in Romans 11, beginning in verse 25. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, 
lest you should be wise in your own opinion. That blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will, will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion and he will turn on, away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Hallelujah for Yom Kippur. Now at the time of viewing this program intentionally, we, we made it so you would be watching this program during the Feast of Sukkot or Tabernacles. So uh, trumpets has already taken place. I was out on my back porch at the Sea of Galilee blowing the ram's horn and thanking the Lord for the rapture that was coming. Yom Kippur has already come and now it's Sukkot, it's Tabernacles. We find it in Leviticus 23 beginning in verse 33. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, the fifth, This fifteenth day of this seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days to the Lord. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it. For seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. On the eighth day you shall have a holy convocation, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. It is a sacred assembly, and you shall do no customary work on it. Then down to verse 40, and you shall take for yourselves on the first day of the fruit of, of beautiful trees, branches of palm trees, the boughs of leafy trees, and willows of the brook, and you shall rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. We're going to keep reading. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. It shall be a statute forever in your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. You shall dwell in booths for seven days all who are native Israelites shall dwell in booths, that your generations may know that I made the children of Israel dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses declared to the children of Israel the feasts of the Lord. This is so important for us today, we who believe in Messiah Jesus. Think of this. The Lord delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, and they dwelt in temporary booths or dwellings. And for 40 years, the Lord was faithful to them. Their shoes didn't wear out. They had food and water. He took care of them, right? And it was a difficult time. It was a wilderness, but the Lord faithfully brought them through the wilderness into the promised land. Now, today, across Israel, there are booths people dwell in. And they have family celebrations in them. I've been coming to Israel, even when I lived in America, for about 20 years I've been coming to Israel at this time, celebrating Messiah Jesus here in the land of Israel. Yet most don't yet believe in him. And they, they, they do what this says. They, they have temporary uh, booths that they dress up and they have uh, dinner in them. Some eat all their meals in them during this time. Yet there's a deeper meaning for we who believe in Messiah Jesus right now. And what is it? Here it is. This world is a wilderness. This life is a wilderness. Many times there's so many afflictions and difficulties and struggles. But hallelujah, just like the word of the Lord says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And one day we will be delivered from this wilderness into the promised land. Not only in heaven as we go there to the judgment seat of Messiah after the rapture, but we return as the bride of Messiah and rule as a kingdom of priests under the king priest Messiah Jesus. And he will tabernacle with us as he sits on the throne of David 
in Jerusalem. Listen to Zechariah 14. And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. And it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, on them there will be no rain. If the family of Egypt will not come up and enter in, they shall have no rain. They shall receive the plague with which the Lord strikes the nations. Do not come up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that do not come up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. You see, when King Jesus comes, he will rule with a rod of iron. He will sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem and the nations of the world will come up. Representatives from the nations of the world will come up to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem. What a, what a special season this is to remind us he's going to fulfill the Feast of Trumpets just like he fulfilled the first four Feast. He's going to fulfill the Feast of Trumpets when he meets us in the air. Watch their form be ready. We're going to come back and he's going to cleanse Israel from their sin. There will be a great final day of atonement like never before where Israel will for the first time and forever believe in Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. And that will be demonstrated as he sits on the throne of David and we celebrate annually the Feast of Sukkot, Booths, Tabernacles. Don't you want to be there? While others are experiencing the glory and the wonder and the excitement of the presence of Abba Father and Messiah Jesus and the Holy Spirit in these feasts being fulfilled when He comes for us, others will go to hell and never come out. If you've never received Jesus as your Savior, you can be ready for that day starting now. You can believe that he died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and hallelujah, he rose from the grave on the third day. You can cry out, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. And he will, he will today. He'll baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Just like Pentecost, you'll be identified with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus like never before. You'll be given a new life. You'll be a new creation. And you can begin watching for him to come for you and living the life Abba Father created you for. Cry out, oh Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. I put my faith and trust in you. I turn away from my sins. I repent of my sins. I turn away from them and I turn to you, Jesus. Save me, heal me, forgive me. I believe in you and I want to follow you. And he'll help you to do that. Remember, as we're out of time on this program, we're almost out of time in this generation. King Jesus is coming. Watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready.